Nobody likes cold wipers. and welcome to the Tesla Life number 235. Here we are on the 5th of January in a brand new year, 2022. Welcome to the show, everybody. And if you haven't noticed, Patrick has already figured out how to start the show before the show actually starts. (laughs) (laughs) He is a master, let me tell you. He is a master. And speaking of that master, Patrick Connor joins us from the West Coast. How are you today, sir? Hello, I am good. Hey, everybody out there in Tesla Nation. I have some news. Guess what? I got FSD beta. Yeah. Congrats. Sorry, Mark. You're the only one on the show without it now. But it is so cool. Uh, I hopped in the car. I put in a destination. Go. It pulls to the end of the block. There's a stop sign. It stops the stop sign. There's a car coming. You can see that it sees the car on the screen. It waits for it to pass. It just it makes a left turn. I was just like, this is magic. This is awesome. <laughs> it was so exciting. It was very cool. Um, it, 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 there was a couple little things. Like uh, it went through a yellow light that I probably would have stopped. But it, uh, And I was ready with the brake if I needed to. Uh, but it Did was it fine. speed up for the yellow or did it, it just cruise it on through? Not. It did not. I've had to do both. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, in fact, um, I hit the accelerator a little bit because uh, I was like, if you're going to go through, you got to speed up. And then I got this forward collision warning for the car in front of me. <laughs> like, you're the one that put me in this spot. But again, <laughs> I didn't think it was dangerously close or anything or I, I would have taken over. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was. it's it's a lot of fun. I'm going to be uh, tooling around with it now. It's, it's great. Very exciting. Excellent. Excellent. Definitely. Also, we had, joining we had, us. Uh, is the original FSD guy, Mr. Casey Green from the D.C. area. How are you today, sir? I'm doing all right. I, I will say that it's not as bad in the snow as, as people have made it out to be, but you do have to be really smart about where you let it go because uh, it's not all that great on the dry. So <laughs> take away the did friction and, and see what happens. <laughs> Casey, did I not, not see a tweet from you today about people sliding off the roads even though they were plowed in your area? Yes. <laughs> I, I was going to reply vessels. back, but I didn't. But uh, here's the answer for you: it's summer tires in the winter. That's the problem. Or, or they just, they like skipped it somehow. It was past inspection, and they they decide I will get it later. And no, not <laughs> one, one guy was backwards across. I was looking out the window above my stairs. He was backwards in the in the ditch. I'm like, how how? how? Uh, at least everybody just went nose in. He's like, oh, you must not have been paying enough attention or something, but. They nose in, bounce off the curve, and back into traffic. <laughs> I I, uh, oh. I ask uh, the viewers out there to to uh, look up uh, Montreal buses in snow. That is a scary situation. Is there anything uh, like the Seattle buses in snow? It's it's similar. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like dancing buses as they go down the street, <laughs> bouncing off parked cars and uh, avoiding pedestrians. It's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. So I'm seeing three people in the chat before it even started. Woo-hoo. We've got some, some guy named Hockey Day, uh, <laughs> David, <laughs> and, and this Casey Green character. <laughs> cool. Hey, if it's snowing out there, slow down, be safe, and try not to park on the street where you might get sideswiped by a bus. Yeah. In, <laughs> indeed. And, yeah. And, and as Hockey Day mentioned, uh, somehow it didn't make it into the 
where I could show it on the screen. I guess that was too early. Um, we're under a winter watch warning again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. We're all in different areas, but the storm watch mode for the power walls has just been going off and on like crazy around here. There was a snow warning. There was a wind warning. And right now there's a flood warning. So oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So like five of the last 10 days, I've been in a storm watch mode. But that's awesome. We haven't lost power. And if we did, I know the power walls are there to take over. So it's it's all good. So I had an over five hour outage here. Um, oh. Yeah. The power wall's been doing great at Dad's house. but <laughs> You don't have a power wall in your house? No, I sent it down to Dad's house because uh, I, I was going to be another year here. And I wasn't sure how long you could leave it unplugged without yeah, it and, and killing itself. And the power itself. wall doesn't work all that well when it's in its own box. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody can use it. <laughs> He's looking so, at the so, use out of it, absolutely. So around the corner from me, we had um, a, a several tractor-trailer crashes, and uh, it led to over 19 hours in the car for a politician and several other people. And uh, the news report, uh, there was a lady focused on, you know, that there were no bathrooms around, and so everybody was making do. And I was like, oh, that's, I never thought about that part. And then immediately some folks in my groups jumped into, oh, well, an electric car wouldn't do good here. And I'm like, what, what about all those gas cars that ran out of gas uh, right. I, I know the electric car can can do camp mode overnight in in, in below freezing because i've done it right and, and yeah it. so that this is just the mindset of people with gas cars they think oh you're sitting there and you're idling and you're going to be burning fuel an electric car does not idle if you're stopped the traction battery isn't draining you're maybe using a little bit for heat but yep. uh so all those uh, people in their gas cars, uh, probably uh, when they ran out of gas and they couldn't stay warm, huddled into a Tesla and watched Netflix <laughs> and chilled while they're waiting to get rescued. That's exactly that's the real thing there. <laughs> yes. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I saw a post on um, on uh, Facebook about the bad weather and they pictured a supercharger with a single Tesla charging. And they said, how would you like to be in an electric car right now charging for eight hours and freezing your ass off? Eight hours. Uh, <laughs> a supercharger? Do you know how expensive that is? It's like, wow. you know, the only way you're going to freeze your ass off with a supercharger is if you turn your heat off and roll down the windows. <laughs> right. Right. If you if you spend more than an hour and a half at a supercharger, uh, you're spending a dollar a minute. So let me let me let me uh let me say what I, what I got special approval for before I uh I do the math on on that supercharger overage. Uh, so I got I got permission to buy um a, a, an entry level snowblower and. Finally got the ego battery um, conversion, the big one, because we have mm -hmm. the small one, and it it was it was clutch, and, and a pole saw because um, the the tree decided to lean on the on the Model X, uh -oh. the trash can, but the trash can wasn't wasn't uh, playing the game, and, and that side of the tree broke in half, but the the Model X just kind of just okay. I'll hold the tree up for you. <laughs> yeah. And then this oh. morning when it started to warm up uh, and, and the ice started to come off of the roof. Uh, I, I hadn't moved the car forward because it was under a tree. And um, you need a garage, my friend. I had a garage, <laughs> and it was almost clear. And 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 then other other members of the household decided it shouldn't be clear. Um, so anyway, as the ice came down, normally no big deal. But uh, we cleared the car off. We basically we turned on the heater while we were shoveling the driveway, and and this one hit bare glass. And so as the ice came down, smacked it so hard that sentry mode came on. No. <laughs> My neighbors oh. thought that the, that the tree broke the windshield. I was like, no, no, I'm not worried about the windshield. <laughs> Just did the back glass get broken, and, and it did not, thankfully. That's okay, good. so no damage to your vehicle. No damage. 
Oh, good. All right. Yeah. Even and though it got hit by a tree a and warning. ice. Yes. <laughs> this will be a, a warning going forward. Clear the garage now. And I, I will the attempt entire winter. Right. I will uh, attempt to uh, to to press that issue again. Um, yeah. I guess tomorrow because uh, we got another winter storm watch coming up. So yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> after the show, Casey's got some work to do. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. Well, uh, it's not a surprising week in Tesla. Always news, and of course, this week we've got the end of a quarter as well as the end of the year. Yeah, I, I, I got the numbers. It's three hundred ninety dollars for that eight-hour supercharger stay on top of whatever you had to pay for supercharging. Well worth yeah. the heat. Eight-hour <laughs> fud. That's just fud. So what we've got uh, this week is uh, the lead story is of course uh, Tesla uh, blows by Wall Street delivery estimates for fourth quarter, Woo-hoo. as well as we've hey, got hey, the hey. numbers uh, for the year in sales. And we had a little bet going on here at we the Tesla Life. We talked a little bit about what the uh, number would be uh, for 2021. And uh, according to the stats that I had written down about a year ago, the numbers were as follow, follows. Patrick had indicated 900,000 vehicles sales. Uh, Casey had indicated 1 million. And I had gone for broke and said 1.1 million. <laughs> And of course, really uh, we're playing by the prices right rules, so you can't go over. Uh, but uh, it looks like Patrick was right, and he's got the shirt to prove it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just had to wear this so one we had we had sales in 2021 <laughs> of 936,000 odd sales. Yep. Yep. And uh, um, if I remember correctly, a year ago I even said. This is about 5% below my actual number, but I want to give Tesla some headroom. So I was even closer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, price is right rules. Closest without going over. So I'm going to go 5% below this time too. Exactly. So we'll uh, we'll have to come up with some numbers by the end of the show as to what we believe 2022 is going to look like uh, with uh, two factories being added to the mix. Mm-hmm. We believe. New record. We believe. Yeah, if they better, they better open this year. <laughs> Boy. Yeah, they anyway. better. Also, uh, fourth quarter numbers uh, were uh, shown. And uh, this is where Wall Street kind of got surprised. Uh, because if you remember, before uh, the uh, end of the quarter, Elon had sent out an email indicating that he wants uh, people to be more concentrating on delivering with efficiency as opposed to no holds barred, we got to get everything out at the end of the quarter. Uh, because, of course, that contributed to higher expenses, uh, more delivery expenses, more overtime. Uh, it was costing the company lots of extra money to get those few extra units out the door to have them you know, account for a quarter that if they were to wait an extra week or two, that would just boost quarter one numbers. So uh, thankfully, uh, they've, they've decided that this is a better course of action. Let's be let's be conservative uh, with the number we put out. Let's be uh, efficient with how we use our resources, and that will save the company money. And really, uh, that delay of two or three weeks isn't going to hurt us at all because it's just going to boost the next quarter. Uh, that Wall Street apparently took to heart to mean. Looks like Tesla isn't going to meet their numbers that we think they should. <laughs> so uh, they really bet against it. And uh, it turns out 
that Tesla still jumped ahead of their fourth quarter numbers and set another record. So uh, again, um, Casey, do you have the number on uh, the uh, sales uh, for the fourth quarter? The actual uh, number? One second. I had it on Sunday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 305,840 units for the fourth quarter. There you go. That's manufactured. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, sold is a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. That surprised me because their uh, inventory was low at the end of Q3. So I expected the deliveries to be slightly below production. It was slightly above. So they, even though, like you said, they didn't want to expedite and stuff, they were still delivered in this quarter more than they produced. That's true. So I wonder if the not expediting and, and, and all the other no perks is, is, is their first step to actually finally fulfilling all these years later. Elon's promise of not having quarter end pushes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that is the case. Uh, and I'm sure it's a baby step all, at that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all the uh, employees are, are cheering uh, if that's the same case, because uh, being put under that uh, crunch four times out of the year um, mm -hmm. is ridiculous uh, because it, it never ends. It's a non ending proposition. And it gets worse as the year goes on because the, the last quarter you also have the year end push that goes yeah, with it. Right. Yeah. And as a, a long term investor, I don't want them doing that every quarter. And uh, if you deliver it in the last week of one quarter or the first week of the next, in the big picture, that doesn't matter. So don't rush it through. Don't uh, uh, expedite. Don't spend extra money for transport to rush transport. It, it, yeah. So they're, they're getting to a better steady state, which is awesome. Yeah, and, and really, the penalty only happens once. So if, if you decide right, that I'm not going to push on this quarter, then going forward, if you just follow the same mandate, everything evens out immediately. So yes. it's not like you're losing sales every quarter. You just pushed it over by three weeks into the next quarter, and then, of course, everything is normal again. So you right. only have to live, if there's any pain, it only has to happen once. You have to be strong because if you if you get weak and you do it again, now you've messed yeah. it up. Now nobody <laughs> exactly. knows what's happening. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. So uh, very cool though. Uh, another record, and uh, of course, uh, record for the quarters, record for the end of the year numbers as well. So uh, so we have congratulations two to Tesla and its employees as uh, as again the ceiling gets pushed higher, uh, and as we mentioned. When you start adding new factories to the mix, uh, that number is really going to start to go. So uh, so do you guys have a number oh. in mind for 2022 already in your heads? Or uh, they're, do they're we definitely want to wait get until their, the end of the show? They're definitely going to get their 1 million record. I don't know how much past that they're going to go, but they're going to get a million. Assuming that nothing well, that, happens to Berlin and Austin. If they're at 900,000 today, <laughs> i got to believe that the million is quite obtained. Oh, all right, so you want me to stretch? Let's do, let's do 1.5. You're going to do 1.5. That's quite okay, a stretch I'm marking, now. I'm marking it down. Oh, no, Casey. I shouldn't let you go first. That's all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so Hockey yeah, Day is down for 1.45. Yeah, and and down for 2.2. And Dave is down for 2.2. So hockey day is yeah. 1.45 and Dave is down for 2.2. David. And I'm going to be down for 1.8. 1.8. Okay. Got a narrow band again this year. <laughs> and Patrick. Yeah. 
Okay, so Patrick's uh, going a dollar. I can hear it right now. <laughs> He's going for you're two million. Be, you're not going to be happy, Casey. I have this all written down ahead of time, and you're not going to be happy. You have an article on it. Um, no, it's not okay, if it's an article. No. Uh, so, um, <laughs> if you look at the run rate right now, I think that gives a baseline of one point two. Okay. And then, as we know, every um, year the the existing factories they they improve their fifty percent. Well, I don't know if they're going to go that much, but but let's let's just historically say, they've had they've had years where it's only been ten percent. They've had years where it's doubled, right? But but so uh, let's add another hundred thousand for that, and then mm-hmm. SNX deliveries because most of last year SNX were offline. That's uh, probably another seventy eighty thousand. Uh, well, plus plus SNX will be higher this year because of that um, that. You know, it wasn't just that it was stopped. It was a whole new car. So right. it's going to be a little right. bit extra yeah, enthusiasm. for that. Right. Yeah. yeah. So with those, that gets me up to 1.4. Okay. Now, um, look at the new factories. How much are they going to make? That is a huge wild card. That could be, uh, if they ramp up like Shanghai, it's 150,000 each. There's another 300,000. That, that would be 1.7. But uh, Shanghai, as we've seen, is not easily emulated by someplace else, right? I this mean, is true. No, no place has has done as well as as uh, Shanghai. So um, I'm going to be conservative here again because I want to give them something they can beat. And uh, so I'm thinking that that 150 that Shanghai did collectively, uh, Austin and Germany are going to do. So from the 1.4, that gets me to 1.55. You hear that, well, Mark? You hear that, Mark? Uh, if 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 your factory comes online, he's gonna throw a monkey wrench in there. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. <laughs> so I think Austin will be able to come close to emulating Shanghai, but I don't I don't see how Boston, how uh, Berlin will with the struggles they've been having for the last two years. <laughs> yeah, the actual number I have written down here is one million five hundred and twenty thousand, but I don't want to go that that's just mean to go one dollar <laughs> above your number so I'll, I'll i'll go up to i'll give you a fifty thousand uh, range buffer <laughs> okay but if it's uh, not... <laughs> paul also reads uh 1.69 nice oh yeah <laughs> 1. 1.69 420 <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go all right so the numbers are in i'll even mark uh, paul's down paul at 1.69. He's going to win. <laughs> Especially if you want anything to do with it. <laughs> 1,690,420. There's my real number. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> even if he has nothing to do with it, that's just his luck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That number is uncannily attached to them. <laughs> From birth. <laughs> all right next uh let's take a look at central washington patrick's got a story that's right central washington is not that far from the uh portland area here just a, a slog north as we call that drive uh so as you know on this show we love to see police departments switching over to evs specifically to teslas and the central washington university police force has added a Tesla Model Y to their patrol vehicles. And for a campus police, this makes a lot of sense. You're not patrolling 
400 miles, right? Yeah. Um, he, yeah, you're, you're tooling around campus. And uh, uh, so they now have nine electric vehicles, 12 hybrids in their fleet. And uh, this Model Y is their uh, first... Wait, the Model Y is the first EV in the police force. That doesn't make sense. They just said they had nine electric vehicles. Maybe it's the first production EV? Because remember, colleges have always been building EVs for like the last 40 years. Yeah, so are the other ones golf carts or are they? Uh... <laughs> that's possible too. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, on a campus, that's not, the, that if that gets you from A to B uh, and you can, you know, uh, go see who's hanging in the quad, golf cart's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, they uh, they now have this, and um, it uh, it I, I love to see it. They, they have they've got it. I don't know if you've got the picture there. They've got the uh, I just finished guard on front there and have it yeah, all push bar. Out. They got a push bar, and uh, looks like it's ready to go. Dressed up in uh, university colors. Yeah, right on. Yeah, so well it done, must Central be a, Washington. a fairly a fairly large university. I would assume then uh, this is not a, a run of the mill university to have a police force with uh, 12 vehicles again, unless 11 of them are golf carts. <laughs> yeah. I uh, uh, see if I can find any stats. Here. Central Washington university. Yeah. So, it says uh, the average cost after financial aid is $15,000, but that doesn't tell me how big this school is. Uh, <laughs> it tells yeah. you how big their wallet I, is. <laughs> As, as far as universities go, that's pretty affordable. Yeah, so. <laughs> really, it's true. I like that they did the uh, the the beauty kit on their on their on their wheels instead of going for the hubcaps. Yeah, they just uh, just pop those hubcaps and uh, don't even have um, a center cap in this one. They have center caps. They have little T's on them. Oh, it looked yeah. like a hole to me. My mistake. <laughs> Low risk pictures. Ten thousand students in the 10, fall of twenty twenty. Yeah. So combine the, the setting on three hundred and eighty acres. Wow, they got some they got some space to cover in those golf carts. They yeah. do. So maybe the Model Y was required. They couldn't get to campus <laughs> one to campus two. Right. So, so combine combine the lack of aero covers with the uh, exposed light bar. Uh, it tells you what kind of speed limits they have set on that campus. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like okay, the, you know, the, as as people know, if you have um, hubcaps, that matters when you're going above 50 miles an hour. Uh, below mm -hmm. that, the number is really questionable as to whether or not there's any gain whatsoever. Um, so yeah. uh, I can't imagine they're driving that fast on the university campus. <laughs> well, then right. there's also the matter of you know if you leave the vehicle unattended and. Um, Nothing like stealing the hubcaps off a university <laughs> police car. Although, although, extra kudos to the kid who tries it because of sentry mode. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> they will be spending yeah. some time in in the in the in the uh, in the campus jail. Unless masks are required <laughs> on campus, and then hey, I just happen to be masked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, COVID put a new spin on that. Absolutely. Uh. <laughs> Well, speaking of the Model Y, um, that, of course, is a vehicle that has a heat pump, as well as the new Model 3 uh, has it a does. heat pump. And what has been reported recently is that in some cases, uh, in extreme cold temperatures, there has been some issues reported with cars or with Teslas with heat pumps, uh, that the heating system is not operating properly, and in some cases is not producing 
any or very little heat uh, for the car. So uh, Tesla has, of course, been uh, alerted to this uh, through many people that live and work in the, in the Great Lakes region or the Northeast or Canada. But uh, this has uh, come up that there has been an issue with the heat pumps and they are actively looking for a solution to fix this problem. They have, uh, it's not all heat pumps. And of course, when we're talking extreme temperatures, we're talking minus 30, minus 35 Celsius. Um, so that is, it's pretty close to what it is in Fahrenheit too. Uh, when yeah. <laughs> you get down lower in temperatures, uh, they, they equal out about minus 40, I believe. So yeah. uh, it's uh, it's something that is concerning. They, um, they have indicated that if you are in a situation where that may happen to you, uh, what they suggest is that you preheat the car before you leave. That will allow... I suggest you move. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. With climate change, the, the, the warmer temps are coming to you, so you don't have to move. Just wait 30 years. Right. This yeah. won't be a problem when the planet heats up. <laughs> yeah. Patrick's Maybe. solution is, may not be financially responsible for all of us, but uh, it's uh, it's something that they want you to do is uh, preheat the car. Um if you have a garage, use the garage. Uh, if you don't have a garage, preheat the car before you leave. And getting the system up and running uh, it allows it to start to produce heat more efficiently. So uh, uh, what they don't want you to do is uh, go out at minus 35 and just hit the road. Uh, they want right. you to do a preheat have a bad day. <laughs> and allow the car to warm up uh, and start to get the system and the heat pump running uh, so it can be more effective. What did they say? 30 to 60 minutes prior to your trip. So there was a question in the chat from David. Uh, do the heat pump models still have resistive seat warmers? And the answer yes. is yes. Uh, you, people have looked at it with uh, infrared uh, heat guns and stuff, and you can see the the lines that are in there that uh, that's resistive heat. And, uh, and I have the cold weather package, so I even have heated steering wheel, which is nice. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> It's just been one since winter. <laughs> the seats, yeah. not necessarily, but the wheel, absolutely. Uh, now, and Tesla, then... Tesla will correct this. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I have no doubt that this is uh, this is going to be corrected. It's just that uh, something has been wrong with the engineering at this point. Maybe they have to insert a new uh, code uh, into the software, and maybe they can update it uh, just through an update. But yeah, the, so uh, heat pumps move heat, and if you have that cold, there's almost no energy there to extract. I mean, it's just that's cold, yeah. right? So, so uh, Hockey Day brings up a point. Um, they have been running the cars in Norway in the cold. What, what this is is a software update that the firmware, uh, the software update updated the firmware of of the the heating system, and it uh, is no longer optimal and. From what I understand, they still have ways to generate heat. Like uh, like on your on your heat pump on your house, you have these resistive strips, uh, yes. the emergency heater they call it. That that's they have a similar functionality in the car. I don't know if they use strips or if they uh, go back to using the uh, installing the drive motor in the rear or, or or what the case is. But it seems that that logic is is what's busted. And as Mark said, they're looking into a way to to, to fix that without doing a rollback. So yeah, there, I, I expect a firmware update coming real soon that's going to improve this. Yeah, yeah, because you know Tesla, as as mentioned by Hockey Day, they've been in Norway for a tremendously long time. They've been in Canada. They've been in the Northeast United States. Uh, there's a number of places that, again, it doesn't you know 
I would say in North America, typically, unless you live in Winterpeg, as we call it, or Winnipeg <laughs> or Winterpeg, uh, that uh, you don't get to those temperatures all the time. This is a, a rare thing that happens maybe one day out of a week, and then it starts to warm up after that fact. Uh, but uh, with climate change the way it is, we got to get this fixed uh, so that everybody uh, does not have to face no heat in one of these uh, spurts of a extremely cold weather. Right, because yeah, the, the change is not just warming; it's not just cooling. We literally had seventy degree day before we had uh, over eight inches of snow. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know you, you were joking when you were like climate change, uh, warm weather is coming to you, Canada. That's not exactly. It's it's more. Uh, it's not just global warming; it's global. It's weirding. unpredictable weather. Yes, exactly. It's, it's more yeah. weather extremes in both directions. Yeah, uh, Robert William, you you could do a portable heater, but. You know, seeing that that your fuel is electric, I would probably go with something like an electric blanket um, over over uh, a ceramic heater of some sort because the uh, the drain would be coming directly out of your range. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, with that, on to our next story. Uh, we talked about this a, a couple months ago. Of course, the big Hertz deal uh, that uh, came out that they were receiving one hundred thousand. Model 3s as an order from Tesla. And uh, they talked about how um, or when Hertz would be getting those cars. Well, apparently this week, uh, Hertz has started to receive some of that order. Obviously, they're not receiving them all at once. This is going to be over a number of different months. Uh, but uh, Hertz has reported at some locations that they're starting to stockpile the Model 3 at those locations. So rentals may begin. Another be plus that's associated with this Hertz uh, starting to receive vehicles is that they've indicated that they are opening it up to some Uber drivers if they wish to rent the Hertz Model 3, uh, that they can do so. So this is something that uh, in a number of states, uh, some Uber drivers do. Uh, if they don't want, um, I guess, the, the pain of owning a vehicle outrun, if maybe you only want to run it as an Uber for a few weeks or a month solid and then give it back and and not run Uber anymore, then maybe this is an option for you. Uh, I would certainly indicate that uh, you should uh, view the fine print, though. Look at what the cost is per day and such uh, to make sure that you can certainly make that money back. But um, having a Model 3 as an Uber might be a, a plus for somebody that's currently driving a gas car for the uh, Uber company. So I, I know that uh, many people wait for an electric car to take it as a rental or a taxi or a ride share compared to others. So that might be a plus too. You never know. There's another benefit to that is uh, it makes it a lot easier to separate your personal and business usage of your cars and expenses if you only Uber in a rental car. Uh, but again, like Mark was saying, if, if that's interesting to you, you got to make sure that you can actually you know have a return on that investment because uh, rental cars are not inexpensive by any means, no. especially for business. <laughs> uh hockey day pointed out portable wood stoves so there was a kiwi uh <laughs> that, that that put a diesel heater in his in his um uh, what do they call the imeve uh the peugeot version of the of the imeve okay i don't know the name of it but uh that doesn't sound like a very safe idea no no diesel heater inside an electric vehicle right it was it was very uh energy efficient but it was not like you said, you know, there were there were a lot of precautions he took, and still had a couple of uh, interesting close calls that he. That, that kind of reminds me of the uh, the movie The Martian, 
uh, getting a decaying right. nuclear Re- reactor to put inside the vehicle for heat. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. It could kill you, but it'll keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've told this story as I die. <laughs> right. Um, the first electric vehicle I had was a Chevy S10 electric pickup, and it was made by General Motors as an electric vehicle. It had a lot of the same parts as the EV1, but in the pickup form and a slightly larger motor. It also had a kerosene heater. It had a <laughs> 1.1 gallon tank. And a, a little kerosene heater, and as far as I know, it only came on once the entire time that I had it. And uh, I was—it was winter, and I was at a friend's house playing poker late into the night. And when I drove home, I was like, "What is that smell? It stinks!" <laughs> and oh, the kerosene heater came on. <laughs> so yeah, the entire time I had it, I never had to fill the tank. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I had driven—you know, twenty thousand miles, and it has a one-gallon tank. So I used to tell people I was getting twenty thousand miles per gallon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh, that's interesting that uh it came with that and you didn't know it until uh until it had to fire up that uh it was gonna stink that's uh, interesting. yeah <laughs> uh, and you probably would have never run into it except for that late night in that cold temperature exactly yeah yeah very cool well, Casey's got our next story about some uh, Tesla bot update about personality. What's yeah, so, so Elon was back on Lex Friedman's um, show interview. Interv- he was being interviewed again by Lex Friedman, and uh, somehow they got onto the topic of the Tesla bot. Third and... time. we got to get him on here at least once. Come on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and it came up that, um, that Elon doesn't think that Tesla bot – necessarily plays directly into the mission but uh it's, it's, it's practically free organizationally to, to to develop this thing and uh and he suggested that they could use it for companionship as well like it could be a friend and it might develop a personality and i haven't seen the whole uh interview yet because i was uh studying for some stuff and uh, <laughs> uh it's, it's on my playlist yeah i watched so. it it's a it's a good interview they uh uh, Elon is nice and relaxed. They start out with joking. He's doing a little bit of singing, and it was it was it was a fun interview. Is he a good singer? <laughs> no. <laughs> the man has a lot of talents. Singing. <laughs> he's he's yeah, got him yeah. in other areas for sure. Other categories. Right. His uh, his other musical endeavors were. Uh, I think I liked the second song, but I didn't really. Uh, uh, the Don't Dodge Your Vibe was a little bit better on my ears than, than the Rambe song. Lex even's <laughs> got him thinking about doing a, a stand-up comedian set. So right. uh, yes. all sorts of fun uh, in the future. He, he, <laughs> but uh, with this uh, particular thing, I thought it was kind of interesting that um, uh, Elon talked about a, a Japanese saying uh, of um, was, Wasco, something like that. And it's a, it's 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 how the Japanese say that you can you can combine both a personality uh, and its traits along with the function of the of the robot. And they overlap, which gives you some quirks to the robot where it doesn't do all things perfectly or it doesn't react in the way that you thought it might react uh, because it's got this little quirk in personality, which makes it unique. So uh, they talked a little bit about how this could be operated in a number of different ways and how that that would make each robot a little bit unique uh, and it could it can develop over time and develop these little quirks or or uh, unique um, characteristics uh, of the robot 
and that would uh, allow to be adhere more to the owner. So uh, it was kind of interesting. That sounds like the uh, Tachikoma in in Ghost in the Shell. Uh, if you gave them natural oil, they tend to uh, start to to diverge in their uh, in their development, even though they were synchronized, which is interesting. Yeah. So, uh, I, and I think that uh, having a you know a, a friend robot uh, with unique character traits would be kind of interesting. It'd be more interesting than every robot is exactly the same or performs exactly the same way in all circumstances. Uh, having those little different bits of personality, I think would be a, a benefit to most. Now we're not talking that, uh, you know, that uh, one of its personality traits is it likes to kill people. What we're <laughs> saying is that it would be just a little bit quirky in certain ways. So uh, uh, having uh, robots be different and, and they kind of use the analogy of R2-D2 and C-3PO, how right. they would bicker back and forth in the movie. And uh, it, it made them more enduring to the humans around them. So uh, yeah. that kind of uh, that kind of thought is something that Elon had not really considered before the podcast. So it was interesting that uh, Lex uh, went through a, a few different scenarios, and Elon thought, "Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense." So well, well, that could work its way into development. Now, obviously, in the beginning, they're not looking for a companion bot; they're looking <laughs> for a useful physical bot. Right. But going forward, companion might have. Uh, you know, uh, a secondary uh, ability for those for those bots. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm comfortable with that. My, my car's name is Tachikoma, and uh, <laughs> it, it it already does not behave exactly like all the other Model Xs. <laughs> but uh, that might just be because it's a unicorn, not not because it's not running the exact same processing procedure. But like this thing is always talking back to me. Like this morning when I lifted up the tree to summon uh, it back into its parking spot so it could charge, it told me no, and I about flew into a rage. <laughs> so I remember, this is a machine. Let's see why it's doing this. And it had no reason. So I opened the door, shut the door, and and, and told it to come back in reverse again, all this with the uh, key fob. And it did, uh, except extra slow, just 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 to work the nerve a little bit more. Just to, just to let you know it was thinking about it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, speaking of, uh, I guess that would be feedback that Casey got. Um, Elon uh, has uh, indicated that, yes, we have received some feedback on the new UI that came out with version 11. And uh, we've, you know, we've heard from a number of owners on uh, Twitter, on Facebook. Uh, you can follow us, by the way, on Twitter at The Tesla Life, as well as our Facebook feed, The Tesla Life numeral one. And uh, we have Thank seen you, complaints. <laughs> we have seen uh, people uh, being angry. We've seen people being happy. Uh, it's all across the board when it comes to opinions. And uh, this, of course, with version 11, um, when things are changed dramatically, people can't find things as easily as they used to. They're not used to the new UI. So complaints come from that. And there can be uh, interesting to see that... Uh, you know, some embrace it. I would say most don't. Um, I would say the majority <laughs> don't. Uh, you may get a, like a 55-45 split, but uh, it's. I will that... say that on the legacy cars, it is is mostly acceptable. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what was interesting was that uh, at least Tesla has heard it, and and Elon came back with a tweet saying many UI and uh, additions or enhancements are coming. So, uh, right. and that's not a surprise either. Uh, 
Tesla works their butt off to get version 11 out before the Christmas uh, release. And of course, they're going to have things that they didn't complete or that uh, they had just enough to get it by the finish line. And uh, now those engineers go back to start patching some of those holes or expanding in areas that weren't quite complete. So uh, it just makes sense that uh, there's going to be additions and modifications to version 11, as there has been with every version that we've had in the cars. Uh, mm -hmm. it, just, it is just a natural progression uh, of what Tesla does with software. Yeah, and as they have it deployed, they're going to get data on what areas people are going to more, and they're going to optimize that. And the things like uh, people were complaining that the seat heater, to get to it now, there's more clicks you have to do, except there's voice commands for that, and there's a new auto feature. So it knows what the temperature is. If you don't have a legacy car, you have the auto, auto feature. Okay, yeah, right, yes. <laughs> but and, my, mine's just worse. <laughs> Except you have the voice command. You can ask if for. If it can uh, hear me, once you yeah. get to highway speeds, it can't always hear me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not perfect. Yeah. But yeah so so with the auto feature, though, it, it knows the temperature inside uh, the cabin, and so if you, and it knows if you're sitting in the seat. So if there's somebody there and it's cold, it'll warm your butt. Yay! <laughs> Even worse is on the legacy cars. The temperature sensor, the primary one, is right next to your seats. It's right at the same level as your butt. <laughs> and all I say is remember the bacon strips. Veggie bacon. <laughs> <laughs> you press the voice command and say, two bacon strips for the driver, and boom, your seat is on. <laughs> I don't know who came up with that, uh, that the uh, little wavy signs uh, look like bacon strips. But, they do, uh, especially if they're red. <laughs> especially well, if you're in a white seat. It's like the, the red with the white, it looks like yeah. bacon fat. Yeah. So okay, you, you said that on the show too. last time, Mark. And so I got in the car and I said it. Um, and I have my contacts are listed there. And a friend of mine is named Mike Bacon. And it texted <laughs> no, him the bacon. word strips. Just <laughs> so well, it now when I sent him this text, it it strips. Strips. <laughs> and he has no idea why. <laughs> It was a butt dial of sorts, and I was trying to warm my butt. But <laughs> it was it was a literal butt dial. Yeah, exactly. That's so, cool. Hockey day has a point, you know. You know, why why talk to cars and objects? Um, I'm fine with it if they hear and if they react appropriately. Um, but I have to call my mom by her first name, otherwise it calls other people. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, yeah, and indeed. no one should call their parents by their first names. That's just a sign of major dysfunction. <laughs> Not the way I was raised. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to her face. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. You're not stupid. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and speaking of, custom, <laughs> speaking of customizations and changes, Casey's got a story for us about yeah. the light show. And uh, what's happening modification-wise? So uh, when Tesla released this new version of the holiday show for uh, non-Legacy Model X, as well as every other car that's uh, a non-Legacy Model S, uh, <laughs> uh, they also introduced a, a GitHub uh, project where you can go through and customize the light show and the door openings and the window openings and the trunk. Or if you have a, a new Model X, uh, the doors like they used to be, um, you can and the front doors too, and you can you can customize all of that through this 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 toolkit that Tesla has released, and you can also change the song. So you can 
Uh, I've seen people do the dance-offs. I've seen Knight Rider. I've seen uh, just some people change it back to the old one. Why? I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> That seems uh, like a waste, doesn't it? Right. That's a long time. Just, uh, yeah, we've seen that before. <laughs> if you like but, it, uh, you don't want to lose it. If it... Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but so what, that... what's cool is that is that not only can you customize the individual lights and doors, the uh, trunks, uh, uh, flap for the uh, battery, all mirrors. that can be customized, right? Um, mm -hmm. mi uh, mirrors, uh, windows, all of it. But uh, what uh, also can be done is um, you can save that to a file, actually two files, and uh, that then you can put onto a USB stick and you can share with others or you can, of course, just use it yourself. But uh, that allows you to put uh, a few songs on different, say, USB sticks uh, and uh, have a, a library of them, of your favorite songs. Right. Yeah. The coolest thing about that is um, I'm probably never going to download the Tesla toolkit and, and do this work to synchronize it to some song. But that doesn't mean I can't go through the libraries of stuff that other people have made and just grab the ones that I think are cool. Yes, <laughs> I, I was hoping I was hoping Tesla would make a repository, but at the same time, I'm glad that other people have done it because now you don't have to worry about the whole uh, having to find the song later thing because they can just put both files up there same time, so you know you got the matching song to go with it. Right. If Tesla's doing it, and then they might be uh, yeah, uh, being distributing copyright. Uh, products, music, yeah. material, yeah, and that could be a problem. So, yeah, and if they say, "Oh, this goes with you know, drop it like it's hot," and you get the wrong version of drop it like you get the single instead of the album, oh man, now your lights are blinking out of sync with. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, the horror! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got to keep them together. Yeah. Well, if the movements happen on the beat, it it, it would it would lose a, a ton of the impact. And yeah. if you're interested in starting with a few, there is a website that we've linked to the article uh, below uh, in the notes. You can go to and uh, connect uh, with a, a group that's put up about, I think there's about two dozen at the last time I looked. Uh, so there are different ones available for you can download today and uh, use the naming conventions in the video that they walk you through and put it on a USB drive and boom, uh, you're ready to plug it into your car and start enjoying. Yes, TeslaLightShare.io, but make sure you type that correctly. Tesla yep. Light Share, one S in the middle there. .io. .io, exactly. not .com or .net. <laughs> Next story we're going to touch upon is um, I spotted this on the weekend. Uh, there is uh, a gentleman uh, on, uh, I guess it was uh, through YouTube, that uh, he decided he was going to do a teardown of the new uh, projection lights. So those, of course, are the lights uh, that uh, project the word uh, Tesla uh, onto the matrix a, a, LED. Right. Mm -hmm. it, it 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 happens on a, you know an object that's fairly close to the car when it's going through the light show. And uh, what I kind of found interesting uh, was that. Uh, he actually ripped the light completely apart. Like <laughs> I'm talking, he took every clip, every screw out of that light and exposed all the individual parts. And what was really interesting was um, the, the size, of course, of the LEDs that make up the headlights, uh, the blinker, everything 
it's just amazing how small LEDs are, first off. Uh, but with the video, projection I part. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens uh, is uh, he also uh, went into the details showing uh, the actual projection part and the three different magnifying lenses that it goes through in order to project it fairly large on the outside of the vehicle so you can read it. And uh, what I'll do is I'll just share the photo here that we have uh, from our Twitter. While feed. you're doing that, David, it is um, currently found on Performance Model 3s and Model Ys and then some others as, as stock is available. Uh, it's not yet on the fleet. Does the refresh SRX have this yet? I don't know. That's a good question. So what we're looking at here, this these series of yellow squares, that is the actual where the word Tesla would be written by shining through a few of those pixels to spell out Tesla. And <laughs> this very miniature, very miniature pixelized LED uh, is uh, put through, as I mentioned, three different magnifiers for it to actually display on the outside of the car. Yep, uh, so, and it's, uh, in, its intended purpose, other than you know, fun fun spelling Tesla is uh, in the Matrix LED headlights in Europe, and now legally, thanks to the transportation uh, bill that got passed uh, in the U.S., you can now um, have the high beams on and have it actually turn off the spot where somebody's face is going to be in oncoming traffic, so you don't blind them. So it, yeah, so it's moving to uh, avoid blinding other drivers. So uh, yeah, having those uh, having those series of pixels would allow you to move the beam around um, without the light having to physically turn. Uh, it just you know it just sits uh, mounted in as it normally is. It just uh, turns on and off the different pixels. Yep, and you can put a hole in the other person's uh, where the other person's face is, so they they just look. So then it looks like your low beams are on. Yeah. Yeah, so in a Tesla where they have this full self-driving computer and they're doing all this analysis of the other cars and which way they're heading and all of that, it makes perfect sense that you can then um, put the uh, dark spot on the person so you're not blinding them. But how do other vehicles do this? Uh, uh, Audi and BMW do it much the same way. Uh, but I don't know if they're looking for the person, but they, they just for the whole windshield, they'll just skip it. <laughs> Right, so that means they're going to have to detect the other cars and their their windshield, and and then and, and then do this. So yeah, I, and um, there certainly are automatic high beams today, but that's just you know turning them off. It's not selectively deciding right. which pixels right. to turn off. And, so and, and this is this is how just, these same headlights would work in the U.S. Uh, prior to uh, a couple of weeks ago, because it was illegal for them to operate any other way. <laughs> they just turn them all right. off. Yes, yeah. they were right. Interesting. Yeah, this is cool tech. And uh, well, only 50 years after they got rid of Tucker, <laughs> we finally <laughs> got rid of the law that got rid of him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Tucker uh, was the original one that said just make the, the, the round headlight just turn a little bit based on the car steering wheel. Yeah. Uh, so it could follow the road and uh, not blind a driver. It's following the road is instead of just shining off the road as the car is turning. So, yeah. so if Tucker had worked for Ford or GM, 
and somehow managed to get them over the three cents it cost to put it in, uh, <laughs> we would still have this to this day. But uh, this is also, you know, the opposition was the same people who gave us one red bulb that does everything in the back of the car. Right. <laughs> and fought seatbelts for a long yeah, time. And, yes. And seatbelts are really uh, something that most drivers don't require. <laughs> well, that was the argument. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, that's uh, kind of interesting. We'll see if that uh, innovation continues uh, or uh, gets modified. Speaking of innovations, Patrick's got our next story about something else that's heated. Oh, yeah, so we have a winter theme going in today's show. <laughs> so this comes to us from Drive Tesla Canada. They might know something about cold weather up there in Canada. Heated wipers coming soon to the Tesla Model 3 slash Y in China. So um, until well, now, we've seen stuff start in China and work its way across the globe. So. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's um, it, it, especially we were just talking about how these cars are huge in Norway, right? So the Model Three and Y, uh, this is definitely going to be something that goes worldwide. Maybe it's a cold weather package uh, that that's, that's optional. And uh, <clears throat> this this uh, feature, the article here, I want to point out has some something incorrect. It said this used to be exclusive to the Model S. No, no, no. <laughs> it's been in the Model X since they started shipping the Model X as an option. Mm -hmm. So uh, S and X. Okay. I loved it on my S. And then I, when I started looking at the X, it was uh, it was not going to be considered without it. Right. Because yeah. it used so, to be optional on the X and the S. <laughs> right. Yep. It was optional when I got it. And um, I take I go skiing. And so and I take the Model X up there. And it's it's great. Um there's a charging station in Sandy, Oregon, which is about halfway to the mountain for me. I stopped there for 10 or 15 minutes. That gives me enough to go for the whole day and even get home. So just one supercharging trip for the stop for the day. And, um, and that way, when I'm when I'm all full up uh, and when I'm parked there, when I am heading back to the car, I can just turn on the preheat. And uh, the, the cool thing is that um, it, it says it has wiper um, heating. Well, what it really does is it just heats that part of the windshield where the wipers rest. And uh, so wiper landing that, zone is, as Honda calls it. Yes. Yeah. And that, that landing zone is one of the things I used to do with my other vehicles was I would turn off the wipers when they were up and then I would pull them off the, off the windshield. But with the Tesla vehicle, they tuck down behind. Uh, and so you can't really do that. And that's for aerodynamics. So being able to preheat and have it warm that spot, solves that problem for me so now i don't have to stick my wipers up in the air <laughs> where they could then get covered in ice and then slam down and break my windshield <laughs> i just let preheating handle all of that for me and uh it's great so i used uh, yeah. it yesterday or this morning uh yesterday uh for this morning when uh, we cleared uh, the driveway and the car uh you know that helicopter windshield on the x pushed it all down into the the, the crevice between the, the the hood and the windshield wipers, and so now the windshield wipers are stuck. And so, further heated that side, and, and then they were able to move again. Right. Yep. Yeah. Preheating. So really, the wipers aren't heated. Feature. It's it's the section of the window where the wipers rest is what's heated. Yeah, right. and uh, that and that makes a lot of sense. If you uh, had to have that wiring going into there, and then the wipers are moving all the time, it's going to be a, a fault point and. This this uh, is a nice easy way to do that and uh, uh, solve the problem in a, a dependable way. It's pretty cool. Yeah, if you yeah. lose a wiper, all of a sudden you shorted out the something and started a fire. Uh, but on the Model X, the the windshield washer nozzles are actually inside the wiper blades. 
Uh, so, so it's not like the Model 3 where it's at the end of the wiper arm and it shoots at the back of the blade or whatever. It's actually all the way through this channel that oozes water perfectly where it needs to be. Hmm, which right is cool. On. Yep, it is. But it, it, it stinks in that you can only get your wipers from Tesla because Bosch won't sell them directly to us, even though ah, they made it. I did not know <laughs> so that. A wiper blade is $380. <laughs> no, no, no. It's only $80 for both sets or for both pieces. Okay, uh, so it's, it's not insane. It's not insane. It's just high. Uh, yeah. And as David said, uh, another example is uh, with the trunk wire with the solid core. Uh, it, it is moving too much, and it uh, it broke. No camera. Yeah, in some cases. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's a that's another recall that's going to hit uh, three hundred thousand vehicles. But they say only about one percent of the vehicles are affected. So it's not like right. it's it's not like it's that large of a recall. It's just that 1% of that amount is uh, what they believe is affected by this pinching of the coax cable. I like the way that the uh, the uh, recall agency said, well, you know, you can you can look over your shoulder to mitigate this in, in the meantime while you're waiting <laughs> your fits. Right. If your camera goes out, that's what you should do. Yes. It does mean that you're no longer compliant with the law because these newer cars have to have a camera. But they're saying it's not as catastrophic as it could be because this has worked for centuries. Yeah, it, it, it's worked in the past uh, for a long, long, long time. Right. So. Use your mirrors and look over your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 more, the more pressing one to me was the, uh, the secondary trunk latch on the Model S frunk not being aligned in some cars where it could fly up. I was in a rental car when I was working at the rental car agency, uh, driving a car from our place that had been wrecked to the airport so it could get picked up. And uh, the wind caught the hood, ripped it through our little makeshift situation, and it didn't just go up. It came all the way back and smashed the window, and I couldn't see. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was driving like this under the uh, little gap underneath the, um, <laughs> the arc where the, the hood uh, oh, comes back to the bottom. You driving for long like that. <laughs> A mile. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Your head out the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was flapping all the while because then now the wind has changed. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Not a situation you'd want to be in, for sure. No, no. So, no. I mean, that's a very serious recall. Thankfully, it's... Well, actually, it's, it's not that, that bad because I believe it's the secondary... Right, that's what I was getting at. It's the secondary right? latch. Yeah. And, of course, when you're driving, you can't release the trunk anyways. Right, right. So, so what, the, the, what this would have to have, you'd have to have your primary fail and the hood come up. Yeah. And, and so, it's, 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 what I'm saying is it's more serious than the, than the camera, but it's not... A likely event, right? In fact, it hasn't happened yet to anybody. Yeah, right. Not a likely. And, and, and then, and on top of all that, before any of this goes wrong, you would first also have to have the secondary latch be misaligned, so uh, mm -hmm. mobile service can come by and they can look at your your your, your hook, and if they only see one bite mark, they can uh, adjust it so you have two bite marks. <laughs> yeah, right. So not not a real big deal, uh, regardless. But... It was a wrecked rental car hockey day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't wreck it. Somebody else did. I had to get it to the to the pickup spot. <laughs> I can't believe you drove another mile. I would have. I would have. That happens. I'm pulling over. I'm done. I'm just, That's because no, he was in the no. he was in the fast lane. He had to make it all the way over to the slow lane and then the breakdown lane. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I didn't want to get a fee for leaving a car in the airport driveway. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I think they might have understood that uh, that the windshield was smashed and you only had this much to see through. I think so. I think That's so. worse than the guy driving with the Starlink dish on his. Uh, <laughs> I only turned on seen Doesn't that obstruct your view? Only the right side, officer. <laughs> uh, Thank you, David. <laughs>
<laughs> well, with that, let's wrap her up this week. Uh, Patrick, anything coming out on the carswithchords.net? Yes, thank you for asking. Carswithchords.net. I just wrote a piece on green abundance. So I read a lot of eco articles. I'm, I'm into that lifestyle. And there was one, I've seen this idea over and over again. And I was just like, enough. This is ridiculous. And uh, it was a, an older LA Times article that was getting recirculated called Surviving Climate Change Means Ending Fossil Fuels. Which not great. And then it said, Prepare Yourself for Sacrifices. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You can actually move to new tech to to a better way and have a better life you can have more abundance we can have more energy than we have today by moving to newer solutions and uh so i detailed uh that and uh how i think that could play out and uh why we should have be if you have a movement that depends on people making significant personal sacrifice that is going to die faster than a new year's resolution so come on, let's, let's not even try that. That's ridiculous. There's there's some people, and, and if, if you're into um, like uh, FIRE, uh, a lot of that is um, the, the financial independence retire early. You live a minimalist lifestyle so you can save a lot. And and every dollar that you cut out of your life is is not only one more that you can save, it's it's uh, one you, less you'll need when you're retired. So that's that's great. If you want to do that stuff, I'm not saying you can't, but if you're asking the majority of people to do that kind of thing, it's never going to fly. So anyway, that's my latest article and rant on that. Yeah, well, then you've got extreme fire, which, which <laughs> I mean, if you thought fire was hard. <laughs> so so there'll probably be less people with that. Uh, but another good example of all of this is this traffic jam where they were saying, oh, all the people who ran out of gas. Well, when you think about it, if the person has a place to charge at home, assuming they're not in a multi-dwelling uh, structure, they they are almost always fully charged to whatever their level is when they leave right. home. Yes, you leave your house with a full tank, unlike a gas vehicle where you're filling it up once a week. Worse than once a week. You're, you're, you and your spouse are, are constantly just putting off to, to, to fill up at the last possible minute. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. The light's been on for two days. Oh, now I'm stuck in a 19-hour traffic jam. The light's been on for two days. Uh, what do I do? Yeah. Nothing. You're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you forget to plug in your EV, you still got another day or two or three, or depending on you know what your usage case was, you mm -hmm. you could forget a couple times in, in a lot of people's cases. Right, and it's not a hassle because it's right there in your garage for most people. It's right there where you park it overnight anyway. So just plug it in. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Uh, a, a key yeah. life hack is to make sure that the that the plug uh, where the plug hangs and where the plug goes in is is on your path into the door. So what I do is I reverse into the well, when my you know when my garage is empty, I reverse into it, and and, and the hook is right there next to the tail light, and I'm, boop, and I go in the garage door. It's done. Right. Yeah. So so right now it's on the other side of the garage, at the front of the door, and I pull it off the wall, and then I pop it in the tail light, and I walk in the door. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So my, my my final note here: you can live a life free from fossil fuels, and it can be a better life than the one you have. With them. A future, you might say. Yes, yeah, a future for the, our planet and the next generation. It could be great. A yes. Free from fossil fuels, yeah. Absolutely. Casey, what do you got going on on the channel this coming week? So I don't know if I mentioned it last time or not, but I did the uh, the Tesla destination charger review over or review uh, uh, overview and interview 
over at uh, Palmer House Inn. That's over on my channel at youtube.com slash Casey Green. That's right here, K-A-C-E-Y-G-R-E-E-N. And then I've got a couple of other items uh, that I've filmed and not edited. And then I got a special accessory treat that uh, has finally arrived from China with the correct condition. So those of you that know, know, cool. but those of you that don't know, we're in for a surprise. Yeah. I want to know. Good. I don't yeah. know. Looking forward to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up at this point. Uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed. It's free. It's not going to get any cheaper. I can guarantee that. So uh, join us. Uh, help out the channel. Support it. And uh, we appreciate you watching this week. And join us next week. And together, we will find out what is going on in the Tesla life. Also, if you... Uh... If you're enjoying or not enjoying, either way, if you if you now have a space in your new Tesla UI for the the podcast app, the TuneIn, uh, we're in it. So so take a look on uh, for the Tesla Life Show in your in your uh, Tesla TuneIn app. And I forgot cool. to load the music, so I'm sorry, Lee Moon, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate Lee anyways. That's Absolutely. Right. Good night, we got, we got you on the intro. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Stay positive. Have a great week. Test negative. Thanks, Bye. everybody. We got uh, David and Paul. Robert. And Robert, yes. Thanks, everybody.